8.40 in the evening, this is the Simi Valley Adventist School's news and updates for a late Wednesday night, the day before we started all over again. Good evening, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Well, I'm just doing a second podcast, Dave, because um, we got the official news from the Ventura County, and uh, that news said that, indeed, schools are distance learning till the end of the uh, the academic year. So we will be officially doing distance learning till the end. Uh, This is um, not unexpected, and we've been working hard. All the teachers have worked so hard to create something out of nothing. Um, And I'm really proud of every teacher. Mrs. Um, Edwards has these bags full of stuff for teacher, for parents tomorrow. And Mrs. Baker's putting it all together for Monday morning. And Miss Daly and myself have been racking uh, the internet and trying to find ways of really creating an interesting depth of learning for our kids. We don't want this just to be a bunch of busy work. We're really looking to create something of value where they can continue their education because this is going to last till june ladies and gentlemen um i get the it's the official notice will come tomorrow from my uh superintendent's office out of glendale but i'm telling you tonight and i will send a short email that uh we are distance learning till the end unless something miraculous happens and then of course we would want to reopen uh you know but right now this is the news so um that means our calendar events are all shot but again uh I'm looking to do a parent, big parent Zoom meeting here after the first full week has ended. So somewhere in the week of the 13th. So stay tuned for a, an announcement and a, um, an invitation to a Zoom meeting where everybody will get a chance to go on Zoom and we will have a parent meeting online. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. And uh, I will organize that for us, okay? Um, no, Mrs. Mrs. Watkins told me that Dave's doing uh, about the same as he was yesterday. So please continue in his prayers for that for that man. Uh, other than that, you know, tomorrow morning and the next are our soft openings. It means we're going to be showing the kids how to do things. We're going to be online. I'll be sending messages back and forth to them. All my students are finally online. Miss Dallies, I believe, are all online. Uh, Mrs. Baker will have them in her Google Classroom in the morning at some point, but she's going to be getting re- things ready for Monday. So, um, welcome to the brave new world. Um, I read to you from Max Lucado before, and um, he, I just bought a book, uh, came today, and the book is another Max Lucado book, it's called Anxious for Nothing, Finding Calm in a Chaotic World. And I want to read to you, it, it comes from the end of the first chapter, uh, where he says, we are tense. Why? What is the cause of our anxiety? This is after he's talked a lot about the buildup. Change, for one thing. Researchers speculate that the Western world's environment and social order have changed more in the last 30 years than they have in the previous 300. Think what has changed. Technology, the existence of the internet, increased warnings about global warming, nuclear war, terrorist attacks. Changes and new threats are important to our lives every few seconds thanks to smartphones, TVs, and computer screens. And our grandparents' generation news of an earthquake in Nepal would reach us several days later. 
In our parents' day, the nightly news communicated the catastrophe. Now it's a matter of minutes, if not live. In addition, we move faster than before. Our ancestors traveled horse, camel during the day. You know, we jet through zones. Grandparents had to turn down the brain sensors when the sun set. What else? We turn on cable news and open laptops. And I'm going to move on. Without exception, we are getting older. And with the age comes a covey of changes. Changes, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we've got. This is a change. And he writes, One would think that Christians would be exempt from worry, but we're not. We've been taught that the Christian life is a life of peace. And when we don't have peace, we assume problems lie within us. Not only do we feel anxious, but we feel guilty about our anxiety. The result is a downward spiral of worry, guilt, worry, guilt, worry, guilt. It's enough to cause a person to get anxious. It's enough to make us wonder if the Apostle Paul was out of touch when in reality he wrote in Philippians 4, 6, Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for less would have been a sufficient challenge, but be anxious only on Thursday or be anxious for in only a season of severe affliction. But Paul doesn't seem to offer any leeway here. Be anxious for nothing. Not a zilch zero. Is that what he meant? Not exactly. He wrote the phrase in the present active tense, which implies an ongoing state. It's a life of perpetual anxiety that Paul wants to address. Don't let anything in life leave you perpetually breathless in an angst. The presence of anxiety is unavailable, but the prison of anxiety is optional. Anxiety is not a sin. It's just an emotion. So, when Luke writes, be careful or your heart will be weighed down with the anxieties of life. Is your heart weighed down with worry? Are we laughing less than we did? Do we see problems in every promise? Would we know what's best to describe as negative or critical? Do we assume bad is going to happen? Do we dilute the good? How many days would we rather stay in bed than get up? Oh boy, do I know that. Do we magnify the negative and do we give chance? A chance would we avoid any interaction? Rejoice in Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known. The Lord is at hand. Rejoice in Lord always, and again I say rejoice. So I'm going to leave you with this. The letters C-A-L-M. Celebrate, ask, leave, meditate. Celebrate God's goodness. Rejoice in the Lord always. Ask God for help. Let your requests be made known to God. Leave your concerns with him with thanksgiving. Meditate on good things. Think about the things that are good and worthy of praise. Philippians 4. We could use some calm, and God's ready to give it, isn't he? At the end of this chapter, he says, I have no inclination to believe that God loves cornbread and buttermilk, but I believe he loves his children. He oversees your world. He monitors your life. He doesn't need to check the doors because he is the door. Nothing comes our way without his permission. I have a very, very, very good friend who just lost their job. A job they had for 28 years. 28 years. And then suddenly nothing. But, you know, everything's secure and we can rest in the thought that God is in control. So as we enter tomorrow, a lot of change. 
a lot of anxiety. God is in control. He's in control of me and every teacher. He's in control of you and your children. And Max writes, it's not God's will that you lead a life of perpetual anxiety. It's not his will that you face every day with dread and trepidation. He made you for more than a life of breath-stealing angst and mind-splitting worry. He has a new chapter for your life. He's ready to write it. Are you? Are you ready to write that new chapter? I hope you are, because it starts tomorrow. And I'm excited about what we're going to get to do. I'm going to spend a few days just teaching the kids how to be Internet citizens and how, what, how to be a distant learner. I mean, that alone is going to take a week. So we'll get through it. We'll get through it. If you got a problem, if you got a challenge, let me know. Let me help. Simi Valley Adventist School is your family. We're still your family, even though we're all in different rooms right now. And we love you. I love your kids. Let's pray. Dear Lord, you spoke to storms. Would you speak to ours? You calm the hearts of apostles. Would you calm the chaos within us? You told them not to fear. Say the same to us. We're weary of our worry, battered and belittled by the gales of life. O Prince of Peace, bequeath to us a spirit of calm. We turn a page in this book. Will we turn a new leaf in our lives, quench our anxiety, stir our courage? Let us be known less for fret and more for faith. You walk with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Get a good night's sleep. If you did, if you chatted us out in the morning, I hope you slept well. I will talk to you soon. Look for official emails. Talk to you later.